If you're looking for a new way to support SideMission, check out W.GG, an energy supplement company trying to make a difference. Make sure to use code SIDEMISSION for 15% off your order. Thank you, Dubby, for sponsoring this episode, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by the boys, Kyle Lynch and Matt Beck. And today, fellas, we've got an exciting episode. I'm not going to lie. There are some episodes I look at, and when I know that we get to record these, I get really excited for some more than others. They all, every episode, I try to put the best quality into that I can. I know we all do that. But some you're a little bit more excited for than others. This is one of them. We're talking about Super Mario Bros. Wonder in a year that has been excellent for Nintendo. I'm not so sure this isn't their best game. It might just be their best game that they've put out this year. So let's talk about it. And Kyle, I think simply put, if you had to describe this game in like a word or two, I feel like one of those words, I feel like a couple of those words are wacky, fun, weird, in all the best ways. It feels like this is what happens, and I'm going to steal Matt's line here. I'm going to give Matt credit for it, but I'm going to steal his line. This is what happens when Nintendo goes all in on the wacky, weird shit, and I love this game because of that. Yeah, I agree. I think that the innovation is absolutely one of the best parts of this game. Not knowing what this level is going to turn into when I go into it is incredible, because... When you're releasing a 2D Mario in 2023, I mean, I felt like I have seen everything I could have seen in 2D Mario games, and they still continue to surprise me. I, I gotta agree with you. I think that this this might be one of their best games, if not... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I still really like Tears, but this game has just wowed me. It's so you know, wacky and zany. I just, I, I love it. I love it down to its core. I think every every bit of this game, even some of the harder, more frustrating levels, still have charm to them. It's still fun to play. I think that, I, I, and I don't think, I don't think this is an over-exaggeration. I think this might be the best 2D Mario we've ever been given. And I know that there's probably a fair amount of recency bias in there and that I might be having a prisoner of the moment kind of moment, but I genuinely think this is one of the best, if not the best, 2D Mars ever been given. I mean, guys, the piranha plant level that's like the third <laughs> level you do, that alone, I was like, I can already see the creativity in this game. I can see that Nintendo's gone all in on fun and wacky and I like that. You're going to hear those words a lot this episode, that Nintendo committed to this bit. It's one of those things that I wish they would commit to that same level of wacky and weird in their other IPs. I wish that they would do the same for Pokemon. Uh, Kyle's like, if he says Zelda, I swear to God. But I do think <laughs> that Zelda could probably, Legend of Zelda could probably also have a fair amount, more amount, you know, of, you know that all-in kind of nature on the wacky and fun stuff. I feel like that couldn't be a bad thing there. And, I mean, we've seen them with, you know, I think Kirby and the Forgotten Lands is a great example. They went all in on that aesthetic as well, and it worked out. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands was a really damn good game last year. Matt, this game is also creative. And I think that, especially specifically with 2D Marios, like Kyle said, it's really easy to feel like we've seen it all. Like, there's not a lot that we haven't seen, and... 
you know, oh, what could you really do? I think that the Wonder Seeds, and particularly the Hidden yes. Ones, and how yes. they change the levels when you find them, I think those are a great example of Nintendo innovating, and again, being creative in ways that we're not expecting. Yep, that, that's what I love about this game, is that the very heart and soul and love that Nintendo has for developing games, especially the love and attention and care that they put in Mario, is, you know, well put on display here. Um, I remember like hearing apparently that the dev team was given ex apparently no deadline here and that they were just, you know, throwing ideas that they have always wanted to do. But in previous games that they've been a bit more strict and everything. Um, I also would like to say that it's crazy that we got this game of Mario or uh, Spider-Man 2 on the same day. Um, also, uh, the fact that I have compared this game to so Mario Odyssey reinvented 3D Mario games in the same year that Breath of the Wild reinvented Zelda. And now Tears of the Kingdom comes out in the same year. Hey, bro, we got hey, bro, be, careful, be careful saying that with Kyle around. Be careful. Now. <laughs> but, uh, and then Mario Wonder comes out and it reinvents the 2D Mario formula because it was getting so stale with the new Super Mario Bros. line of 2D Mario games, which is what we've only had since Mario World. And playing Mario Wonder, I have not felt this sort of fun and just, you know, I want to pick it up and play it every time that I put it back down. I'm just thinking about it. And I haven't felt that since I was a kid playing Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. This this game is just something that I'm going to be playing for years to come, even regardless without the DLC, because it is it's just so much fun, especially as we're talking about the Wonder Flower switching it up from just going from what we talked about with the singing piranha plants to like um these these bison stampeding. And then sometimes you'll it'll switch things around and you'll be walking on the walls. It is just absolutely phenomenal what they put into this game. I agree. And I think that another one that really stuck out to me was, I think it was one of the snow levels where you find the hidden wonder seed of the wonder flower. And yeah. it turns into this kind of this game of it's, you know, the, the stage starts rotating like it's a big ball and you have to kind of go backwards, you know, in the level on the ball yes. to stay alive as it's kind of just rolling over and over. I don't know why, but I just liked that because I think one thing Nintendo gets a lot of, cr of criticism for, and a lot of it is very, very fair is performance in their games because mm -hmm. their games specifically on the Pokemon side have performed very, very roughly with, and there's no excuse for that guys. Where does this game rank in terms of how good a Nintendo switch title can look? Because a lot of these with the hidden wonder flowers, Kyle, these are big transformations in the level, and it occurs almost instantaneously. I think it's. I know that it's two D and it's not three D, and that that obviously plays a part in it. But there's a lot that's changing in some of these levels, and the Switch does a good job of handling it, and it performs really, really well. Unlike MK One, which did the exact opposite and did not perform well at all. I think that this is one of the better-looking games on Switch, and I think that we have to talk a lot about that. Yeah, I agree. This game, when you look at it, can tell. I mean, it's new. It's fresh. It looks like, you know, a, a side-scroller 2D Mario game should look in 2023. They definitely did not seem to cheap out on this one, and I love that so much. Um... I think that when it comes to games that really look good on the Switch, Pikmin is probably your A-list 
you know, the very first game that you think of when it comes to good-looking games on the Switch, this game is coming up there. I mean, I don't know if I would say it looks better than Mario Odyssey, but I would say that this is the best-looking 2D Mario game I've ever seen. I, I agree that this is the best 2D Mario game that we have ever got. Um, it's, like Matt said, a lot of fun. I, I haven't gotten a whole lot of time in um, on the multiplayer stuff. We've only played it a couple of times, but I think that aspect is really, really neat. The way you can set down, you know, like, standees just anywhere, and people can touch them if they die, you know, like, they'll turn into ghosts, and they can touch them, and they'll get revived right on that spot, rather than, you know, having to restart from the checkpoint or restart the level, um... I, I think also, you know, getting to play with your friends, even though it's not exactly co-op because they can't really interact with anything that's happening in your world. You can just see ghosts of each other. It's still that fun camaraderie that I think, you know, brings another level of charm to this game because there's nothing more fun than enjoying a game than, you know, doing it with your friends. And I think that that's another thing that Nintendo, again, has gotten criticized for. Their multiplayer servers have not been great in the past. Obviously, Splatoon 3 kind of sticks out that early on it was very rough online. There was a lot of disconnecting issues. And Mario Maker 2 is a great example of a Mario game that had a lot of multiplayer, a lot of emphasis on multiplayer. And it was unplayable. This, I didn't really see many issues in this. And we would we played a couple levels together, all of us. And I don't feel like I saw very many dips in frame rate. I didn't see very many slowdowns. I felt like the levels still loaded pretty quickly. And again, it's a step forward. It's a step in the right direction. And I hope that Nintendo keeps that up. I hope that they keep improving on that. And more importantly, and I know that all three of us feel this way, I hope they do this with their other major first-party titles. I don't want Mario to be the only one that gets the improvements. Because that has kind of been something recently that we've seen is like, okay... Mario gets a lot more attention than a lot of their other franchises. Like, you look at Legend of Zelda, sure, Tears of the Kingdom was an awesome game. We all loved it. I gave it a 10. Pretty sure Matt gave it a 10. Kyle probably gave it a negative 50. But, but, but ultimately, it still had performance issues here and there. It still had its frame rate slowdowns, you know, pretty frequently. And if you go back and you play that game and you just spend a little bit of time in the overworld, you kind of see that a lot that mm, compared to Mario, to Mario Bros. Wonder, which is more contained, it isn't an open world, it feels like everything runs a bit smoother. So I hope that they put that same kind of care and effort into a franchise like The Legend of Zelda, like Kirby, like Pokemon especially. I'd like to see that more moving forward. Matt, if I have any criticism, and again, it feels like I'm kind of nitpicking a little bit because I don't think I have any just glaring, glaring issues with this game. The story isn't, like, groundbreaking. <laughs> it's not groundbreaking or anything. It's not special. You you go to the Flower Kingdom to start, and surprise, surprise, Bowser is here to ruin everything. <laughs> um, yep. I don't know, like... I guess at some point, I would like to know if Nintendo could innovate and give us a different villain other than Bowser. Uh, because my other issue is that it feels like the only boss that you fight throughout the game is just Bowser Jr. And yeah. I wish that there was a little bit more variety there. Especially, as we all know with Mario Odyssey, 
There are multiple different, you know, Bowser siblings that are not just BJ. So yeah. I feel like they did get a little lazy there, but that's just me. What were some of your critiques? And then Kyle, when he wraps up with his, you could tell us why the game's a seven. <laughs> oh my god no i'm right there with you um i will say that with amount of creativity put in this game it's just such a bummer that that same amount of creativity wasn't put in bosses because mario like two games have such a uh side-scrolling games have such a phenomenal job bosses like yoshi's island to this day still has some of the most fun bosses in a mario 2d game um, because Mario 3D games are just on a different level when it comes to that, just because it's more free range and then they're just able to do so much more. The only other complaint that I would have here is that a lot of, a lot, there's a lot of filler levels, if you know what I'm saying. They're just like these single things, like just to test badges out. And we haven't even talked about badges yet. Um, but it just feels like that the worlds are just kind of littered with just these kind of smaller, you know, 10 second, 15 second levels. But it doesn't detract from the levels that actually, like, you know, the, the full-blown levels. Like, it doesn't detract from their quality. Um, but, yeah, th th that's my biggest complaint is just how lackluster bosses are. Because Bowser Jr., even getting the Wonder Flower, it is still the exact same thing um, with each previous boss. The second time that I remember fighting him, it did change the stage a little bit. Where... Um, it basically went from like this slimy stuff. This and there was one where you fight him in in, in water, um, as it's you know pulling up, pulling down in, in the center. So they did try, and I'm not going to knock them for what they did pull off. It's just I wish that there were some more enemy types because they introduced so many new enemies in this game. They only really really reuse Koopas and Goombas, but the majority of the enemies in this game are brand new, which is something else that I loved about this. But they didn't introduce any of these new enemy types as bosses, which they could have easily done. Yeah, I I don't really uh, I don't know, I don't really have a whole lot of complaints. I, I I do like that you can go pretty much to any world you want uh, in a yeah. given area, unlike the older ones where you know you were on a set path, you have to be you know world two dash one two dash two before you can move on to the next one. Um, some of the shorter levels, like you said, like the badge challenges, I was like, uh, they aren't really, they aren't really that great. I more so just do them so I can have the badge. And that's the other thing. I don't know. Some of the badges I just, I'll never use. Yeah. Same. Like the one where you get more coins for defeating an enemy. Like I don't, I don't really need that like ever. I get plenty of coins. If you aren't getting enough coins in your levels in Mario, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know what to tell you, but killing en killing <laughs> enemies ain't the way to go. Um, yeah, for real. I don't know. Maybe maybe is there an ability? Do you get an ability later on to put on more than one badge, or is it always just one? It's always one. I, I've, I've looked. I wish there would have been an active and passive, like how you know you have the active badges that obviously you have to use. You know, but then there's also the passive badges, like the one that I have on adds the exclamation point boxes to the level. Mm -hmm. I wish that I could have the one that adds those as well as allowing me to do the the cap float or the super jump or the wall, the second wall jump. Um, because I, I want to run through almost the entire game to see 
what those exclamation point boxes are hiding in every level, but I feel like I'm never going to get to use another badge if I do that. So I'm essentially having to run through every level twice just to see the secrets and find extra things in there with that one badge. Yeah, on the badges, I do kind of feel like it's a great idea and concept, and the execution is kind of hit or miss, because I'll be honest with you guys, a lot of the badges, especially kind of in the later worlds, there is one, I I believe it's early in the sixth world, where you get a badge that basically works as like a sensor if you're near like a wonder seed or if you're near one of the big flower coins. Um, and it essentially like boxes you into using that because if you don't use that, you're going to have a significantly harder time finding the hidden seed. And especially in those levels, you don't find the hidden seed. It's, you're not going to get a seed at the end of the level because you have to find it. So it kind of blocks your progression and boxes you into having to use that badge. Other than that, I've primarily used the ones that have either allowed me to dash faster or jump higher with a little bit of a float in between. And the yes. problem with that one is, if you mix that with Yoshi, it's broken. It's <laughs> broken. Like, you're jumping way higher, and you're floating for about 5 to 10 seconds in the air. Like, that is busted as all hell. So I like the idea and the concept of the badges. I think that's awesome. I do think that it could use a, could have used a little bit more refining and maybe made them a little bit more worthwhile. I think, Kyle, your idea is great of having... A passive one that you know adds the exclamation point box box uh, into the level, as well as you can use like one of my favorite badges early on was being able to jump an extra time if you hit lava or if you hit like what would be a death, you can instead jump an extra time and try to save yourself. And I like that. It's another one of those that I can see. I can see the thought process behind it, and that that's something that you know a lot of people die over and over and over hundreds of times in these kinds of games because of those kind of falls this can prevent that i like that i think that early on the floating cap one is a really cool one but you very quickly get badges that do kind of overtake it and are just flat out better than it so i think that another issue with the badges as a whole i think there's just too many of them there's just too many of them i feel like if they had only had maybe seven to ten of them compared to having 15 20 of them i feel like it streamlines it a little bit more adds a little bit more value you're able to pick out the ones that actually give you you know things that help like i'm gonna be really honest one that i used a lot early on but quickly realized it was pointless because you get a power up typically at the beginning of every level the one that starts you off with the power of a mushroom is kind of pointless like every level typically gives you a power up at the very beginning. So it just it seems very very pointless to start off with a mushroom and sure you can get the new elephant power up which is awesome. Love that power up. You can Favorite get <laughs> you can get the ice flower power up which is really really cool or the bubble the bubble flower power up whatever it is. I thought that was really really cool. The flower yeah. the fire flower is great. I do think though that Starting off with a mushroom, eh, it's just not really, you don't really need that. Like, I think, Kyle, one of my favorite ones was the one that did add the blocks. Oh, that was really cool. Because, again, it opened up pathways that you couldn't take before. I really liked that. So I think that if they're going to do something similar to this in their next 2D Mario, streamline it a little bit more, maybe cut down on the quantity a little bit, and improve the quality as a whole. Now, I do think 
also the, a byproduct of that is you kind of cut down the amount of levels and that again streamlines it i think that allows you to make longer main levels because i did feel at a certain point that the main levels were a little short and i felt that i would you know in an hour i was beating you know probably 10 to 12 levels an hour i was yeah. completing them really really quickly and i was like yeah i wish these were just a little bit longer and it just goes into the boss fights again. Wish the boss fights had a little bit more variety. I just don't think there's a lot of variety there. I do think the game is great as a whole. These are some little tweaks that I think take this game from being a 9 to being a 10 out of 10. Because I do think I'd give it a pretty solid 9 right now. And yep, I do good. think that right now, this might be my favorite release from Nintendo. So, Matt, I'll let you kind of have the floor for this last little bit. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like to talk about? Um. Really, no, cover the multiplayer, um, levels, bosses, uh, power ups. <laughs> um, to be honest, I, I'm just, I just want to say I, I appreciate the fact that this game did take place in the Mushroom Kingdom, that we got an entirely new place called the Flower Kingdom, and that, as I mentioned before, all the enemies were brand new. Majority of them are. Um, that's, that's really it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's one of those, like, I wish we could devote, like, a 40-minute episode to this game, but it's just, yeah. at the end of the day, it is a 2D Mario game. You know, it's yeah. not the most, it's not the biggest, you know, most complex game. Ultimately, it is just Mario at its core. I will say one thing I liked, getting to pick who you play as. I did like that. that. Is, yes, that is a fantastic choice, yes. <laughs> and they all play, and they all play differently. Like, Toad does not play like Yoshi, does not play like Mario, does not play like Luigi, does not play like in, in, either of the princesses. So, who were y'all's favorite characters to play as? I know Matt went basic as hell. No, just played not Mario. Exactly Mario. Damn. Damn. <laughs> basic as all hell. I, I've spent the least amount of time with Mario, and that's because you play every game as Mario. I haven't even played as Mario <laughs> in this game. I've... I've played as Luigi, and I've played as Toad, I've played as the Nabbit, and I've played as Yoshi. How does the Nabbit play? I've not played as the it's Nabbit. It's weird. How does, how does the like, play? so his health is the <laughs> coins, so, but he can't use any power-ups. He's kind of like Yoshi, but worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. He's not really a great character to use. I think he's... He, he can't use any power-ups. He doesn't really have an attack or anything. I, I don't know. He just kind of sucked. <laughs> I didn't like him. Now, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think that's kind of the one thing I wish that I wish that Yoshi could use power ups. Am I wrong for feeling that way? No, I do too. Like, I, don't think I, so. wish, I wish that Yoshi could turn into a big elephant. Like, I feel like that would be awesome. Like, I feel like that would be really damn cool. I feel like Yoshi, like, he just with the because I can hear people say like, "Oh, well, you know, how would Yoshi use flowers?" I mean, he's able to to I guess lick up. You know, fireballs with his tongue and spit them back out. Why can't he just do that with a fire flower? Why can't why can't he do that with a bubble flower? Like why can't he do that? Right. I felt like this is also probably the least amount of stars that I've seen in a Mario game. I feel like the stars were non-existent almost. Like the big like like the the invincibility stars. Yeah. Like, I feel like those are those are hardly in the game. Which I mean I like because I don't think you should be overly relying on them. But it was really weird the first time I saw them. Like, I think I saw them when I was playing earlier today, and I was like, oh, I forgot that power-up even existed in this game. <laughs> like, but I will say I like the variety of characters. Again, I like how none of the characters feel the same. Like, none of them play the same. Like, the Toad Toads don't play the same as Yoshi. Yoshi doesn't play the same as, like, Daisy or Peach. 
none of them play like the Nabbit by the sound of it at all. But but again, I, I liked that variety. I liked that I didn't just have to play as Mario. Mario's fun to play as, but I like that I didn't have to play as him the entire time. So, fellas, I think it's a good place to call this an episode because as of recording, I've got to get up in uh, about nine hours. So, uh, with all that being said, that is going to wrap up this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Side Mission Pod. You can follow us on Facebook as well at Side Mission Podcast. For the boys, for Matt, for Kyle, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening. Yeah.